you on our feet. We just worship God. Let's bless his name. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you, my Lord. to be back to eat. It's good to eat. Let's not deceive ourselves, right? Even Jesus did what? Eat. Jesus took breakfast. So it's not his thing. <laughs> Praise God. This morning, by the grace of God, we are going to be doing, the Lord is going to be taking us through this topic, still continuing the series of Go Forward. And of course, Pastor has been taking us through the process chart of what it takes to go forward. We have talked about courage, determination. We have talked about you have to believe in the cause so that you can run with the vision and many more. And today the Lord wants to take us through thanks forward. Somebody say thanks forward. Are you checking that in your, in your, in your diary? I'll be in your... <laughs> dictionary. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Let's go to the second slide. Amen. Okay. 
Praise God. Okay. This word turns forward. The Holy Spirit coined it or invented it from the word thanksgiving. It is, a, it is thanking God ahead for what you are trusting him to do for you. And I thank God for what Pastor did this morning. Pastor did a projecting thanksgiving. He said, as we give thanks this morning, let this happen. Let that happen. And I pray that will be among your expectations in the name of Jesus. To thank God for what he has done for you is very easy, isn't it? You have been excited to do it. But thanking him for what he has not done, brethren, it is painful. It is challenging. But we need to know that this is a powerful force that propels you to go forward in what I call progressive and unstoppable dimension. It's so powerful that when God hears you praise him for what he has not done, God is saying, yes, that is my boy. But the devil is what? Confused. One of the things Geo taught us in Scott Discipleship is the fact that the best time to prepare for battle is when? When you just finished a war. When you just finished praying and fasting for 50 days, you're on fire until the 58th day. But the first day after, what happened? Your body wants to relax. But what is the prayer you need to pray at that time? Is what I call the thanks forward prayers. The prayer that you pray that will make you to stand against every demon of discouragement. It is a strategic force that must be deployed at a time like this so that you can enforce the physical manifestation of your expectation. You are trusting God for husband. But until we see the ring in your hand, what happened? It has not come to manifestation. Philippians 4.6, the Bible says, be careful for nothing. But in everything, somebody say in everything. When it is smooth, when it is not smooth. In everything. By prayer and supplication, spiced with what? Thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto him. We're going to be going to through two examples. And the Holy Spirit showed me that we need to, to be able to understand this concept so that we can use it. The story of Anna. It's a classical one. I want us to go through as time will permit us. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 1, 10 to 17, if you read from verse 1, you see the story. Anna had no child, even though it was the first. And Penina, who represents some of the challenges many of us were going through, 
But are looking at us at the first, say, and you call us yourself a Christian. See what is happening. So Anna was pushed to the wall. And Anna went on what I call the 50-day fasting and praying that you went for. And the Bible says, Anna went to the Lord. In verse 10, and she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. Brother, it is not a sin for you to weep when you are praying. It is not a sin for you to express yourself to your God. That God, this pain is much. Please take it away from me. Jesus prayed it. And the Bible says what? The, the, the droplet was like what? Blood. There's nothing wrong in it. And the Bible says in verse 11, And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me. Now note that. She said, God, if you only remember me. And when you get to verse 19, what happened? And the Lord remembered. What? Just for you to know that God pay attention to everything you say in the place of prayers. That's why I'm sure that whatever you have prayed in the last 50 days, there will become physical manifestation in the name of Jesus. In verse 15, and Anna answered and said unto Eli, Eli said before that, Eli said, you, you, you lady must be drunk. Why are you coming drunk to the house of God? But Anna said, no, man of God, you need to be sharp in the spirit. And Anna answered and said, no, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. I have poured out my soul before the Lord. And in verse 16, let's go to 17. Then Eli answered, let's see that verse 17 please. Eli answered and said, go in peace and the God of Israel grant thee the petition that thou hast asked of him. I want to lift your hand to the Lord. And I agree with you by the power in the name of Jesus. Every prayer you have prayed in the last 50 days, you will come and stand to testify of God of them all in the name of Jesus. And this is where Anna began to use the thanks forward strategy. And in verse 18, after that simple declaration, the Bible said, and she said, let thy hand may find grace in thy sight. So the woman went away and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. That is a heart of what? Thanksgiving. A woman that was weeping because she was embarrassed, she was harassed by that woman called Penina. Just like your issue has been embarrassing you. But when she finished her 50 day prayer and fasting, what happened? The Bible says her countenance was no longer sad. She decided, no, I already have my baby. I could see her holding someone in her hand. And she was laughing, oh, I am a mother of what? Of children. And her countenance was no longer sad. She became excited and expectant. In fact, if you have to say it, 
She became pregnant when? At that point. Because the Bible said it was God that gave Sarah what? The strength to what? To be it. So the strength to bear that child somewhere was given to her at that point. Because she decided to say, Lord, you have said it, I believe it, and that what? Said to say it. In verse 24, 1 Samuel verse 24, 1, 24. After the Lord has done the miracle, the Bible says, Probably two or three years. We don't know how many. I don't know exactly how, how, how many years. When she went somewhere. She came back. And paid a vow. I don't know any vow you have. Told God. That God if you do this. This is what I'm going to do. Please don't forget it. In fact write it down. I don't play with such things. I write it down plain. So that by the time. When the blessing comes. So oh. What did I promise God? Well, I promised God $10,000. Oh, no, I did not. No, 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 no. What do you do? You write it down. And Anna came back and offered Samuel, the only child. Do you think that was very, very easy for Anna to do? Women, was it very easy for Anna to do? <laughs> so I want to begin to see what we call thanks forward. She said, Lord, I have brought him. That was what I promised God. Somewhere he will be in the house of God. But immediately, Anna deployed the second thanks for what strategy. Let's go to chapter 2. 1 Samuel 2 and 1 to 2. After he had given somewhere unto God, and she's probably, you can say, back to a woman that has no child to comfort her for her to care for. And Anna prayed. Look at the prayer she prayed. And said, my heart rejoiced. Even though you have dropped your child in the house of God. My heart rejoiced in the Lord. And my horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemy. Because I rejoice in the salvation. Verse 2. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none beside thee. Neither is there any wrong like our God. There is none holy as the Lord. Brethren, this is the strategy you need to deploy. No matter the situation you are passing through right now, in that you have obeyed the Lord, all you need to do is what? Just press in. Just thank Him. Just get the devil what? Mad. Get the devil what? Mad. I like the strategy of Jehu. He said, when it comes to open the prayer, it comes to church. You don't need to ban the devil in church. Just do what? Praise God. And when you praise God, what happens? The devil disappears. So what do I have to do with the devil? No, devil, get out of this way. I just praise God and God come. When God, the leg of the Lord, get to the house, what happened? There's commotion and every devil has to flee. Let God arise and his enemy be scattered. 
Somebody shout hallelujah. And this is where I'm going in the story of Anna. In verse 21. Please open to it in your Bible. This woman did not ask God for, God, I need more children. Did she pray that prayer? No. Pay attention to this. She just praised God. God, you have given me this one. I give you what? Praise. And I've come to pay my vow. I've given him back to you. Even though I will live the rest of my life without any, so be it. But I know within her, she was, Lord, I thank you for Samuel. I thank you for the one you are still going to do. I thank you because you will still remember me, what? For good. Verse 21. And the Lord visited Hannah, so that she conceived and bear how many? How many? Three sons and two daughters. And the child Samuel grew before the Lord. A woman that was asking for how many? See, just give me one boy and I will give him back to you. But when she came back, she began to praise God. And before you know, God did what? God embarrassed her with additional five. By praying what? Prayer of thanksgiving. And what do you think God did in that place? He did what I call the efficient 320 strategy of prayer, of answered prayer. So now unto him that is able to do, exceeding abundantly, above all that you have ever had or think, according to the power that worketh in us. This year, as you have praised God today, and as you commit to praise him, the Lord will embarrass you with blessings in the name of Jesus. Amen. That thing you are asking for, let me tell you, your vision is still very small. You know, the Bible says, as far as heaven to heart, small is far what? The thought of God towards you and me. What does that mean? The best you can think, for, think of that God can do for you. That is the least that God is going to do for you. Amen. If you believe it, shout Amen! Amen. If you believe it, shout, hey, man! Let's go to the second story. I love this second story. I so much love it. Pastor used it this morning also. Let's go to 2 Chronicles 10, 2 to 30. We're not going to read everything because of time. From verse 2, I'm going to paraphrase this. 3 developed nation army in those days came to confront Judah, just a small country. I said they were going to destroy Judah. But when Joseph had heard that, oh, they are coming to destroy us, he did not go to, oh, let me go and call Israel. Let Israel come and help me. Let me go and call the Arabian. Let them come and help me. No. The Bible says she declared a fast and the people fasted. The Bible did not say how many days. Probably 50 days, we don't know. Yeah? But they, they declare a fast. And the Bible says after that fasting, as they were fasting, look at what happened. In verse 15, and he said, this is the prophet speaking, Hearken ye, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I'm speaking to you, I want to say as you hear this word. And thou King Josaphat, thus said the Lord unto you, Be not afraid or dismayed, by reason of this great multitude, 
Be not afraid by those prayer points that are big, that are yet to come to manifestation. Be not afraid of that expectation that is yet to come. Look at what the Lord said. For the battle is not yours, but who? God's. Let's go to verse 17. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Search yourself, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, not be dismayed. Tomorrow, somebody say tomorrow. tomorrow. Say tomorrow. tomorrow. Go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Amen. I said the Lord will be with you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy to somebody here, as you go tomorrow, as you march forward to that source, to that expectation, the Lord will arise on your behalf in the name of Jesus. The Lord will fight your battle for you in the name of Jesus. And where is the thanksgiving? The thanks forward strategy in this story. Verse 21. And when he has consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of his holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercies endured forever. Now, this is foolishness in army strategy, isn't it? <laughs> they did not go for God. They did not mobilize jet fighters. They did not go for any missiles. But what did they do? Before the battle started, they said, Lord, we know you will win this battle for us. And they started to what? Praise God. They started to praise God. They started to praise God. And what did God do? When you go to verse 22, and when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord sent abusement against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Monsier. And that represents your problem. As you praise God, as you offer prayer of thanksgiving, as to use this strategy of thanks forward, I pray that the Lord will set ambushment against every of your enemies in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And what did they do? They help one another to destroy one another. That will be your story in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And finally, what is the result of these thanks forward prayers? The Bible says in verse 25, and when Josaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days in gathering of the spoil. Now I ask myself, these guys are coming to fight Judah and they are bringing what? Why do you think they do that? Because God already prepared it for who? For Judah. That is the God that you serve. As they were planning to go for the battle. And the children will say, we are praising God. What happened? God said, no, pick all your jewels. Because you are going to need them in Judah. And when they got to the battle, they were all killed. And there was what? Wealth transfer. Every wealth that God has proposed for you. Whoever is holding that wealth, whoever is holding that job, whoever is holding that contract, will release it unto you in the name of Jesus. Yeah. 
If they refuse to release it, jelly. You know what jelly means? If they refuse to release it without force, the Lord will destroy them and hand them over to you in the name of Jesus. So, brother, please be expectant. That's the message God has asked me to tell you this morning. If there's anything you need to be expectant, it is now. Jesus Christ, after he waited for 40 days, that was when the devil came and tempted him. But by the word of God, he silenced the devil. And he went in that power for three and a half years to cause commotion in the kingdom of hell and to take possession of all that belongs to him. I decree because you have waited on the Lord in these 50 days, everything that belongs to you begin to come to you in the name of Jesus. I said they begin to come to you in the name of Jesus. So please be persistent in using this strategy. Thanks forward. We're going to be seeing this strategy further in the few minutes we have. Use this strategy of thanks forward. Many of us, when we go to the place of prayer, you know, there are some people that need prayer that I don't, I don't flow with. When you start prayer and the first thing you are doing is to start banding, is to, to start uh, asking for that, I don't follow such prayers. Because until I know I already get the attention of God, I don't open my eyes and say, Lord, give me this. No. Even you use this strategy in your house. You know your children when they need something. Do they come to you when you are just doing, when you are, you are not in yourself? They calculate when to come. When they get your attention. Oh, daddy, how are you? Daddy, how are you? You know something is coming, right? You use praise to bring God to that point. But you just come, God, give me chocolate. Give me this, give me that. So it is, when you finish asking, let me go and meet my boy that is thanking me. Use this strategy. At a time that this, you have cried unto him. What else do you want to cry? Just say, Lord, I thank you for that lifting that I'm trusting you for. Because already on the way. So what does that mean? As you are thanking him, begin to prepare. If you are trusting God for a job, begin to prepare your, your dress. <laughs> I remember something. You know, when I landed in this country, I used one uh, boutique. See, I won't tell you. I bought some shirts, some office wear, and actually took them to Oman. I came in from Oman here. When I got to Oman, the Holy Spirit said, no, you are not wearing this cloth. This cloth is for your engineering job in Canada. And I kept them there. I did not use them for two years. And when I got back to Canada, I put them there. and said, Lord, you remember what this cloth is meant for? <laughs> As I was doing those survivor jobs, just to survive to feed my family, right? When I see those clothes, what happened? I just thank God. I thank God for those jobs. And the first day I resumed on, the, on my first engineering job. What do you think I wore? <laughs> oh my God. It's good to serve God. So begin to prepare those dresses. You are trusting God for a child? Go and buy those baby stuff. You are trusting God for a spouse? Begin to package yourself and begin to say, Lord, I know my own spouse is coming. You are trusting God for that contract. Begin to package your bid, even though you don't have anything yet. That is thanks for what strategy. 
So the two questions I have for us is that have you thanked God at all or enough for your moving forward agenda this year? Have you thanked God enough for that small job, for that small breakthrough? Remember Job 8, 7 said, though the beginning was small, yet the latter hand should greatly increase. Zechariah 4, 10 said, do not despise the days of little beginning. And number two question, are you actively thanking him for what you know you are trusting him to do for you? Like, say, like Anna did, and from one that she requested for, God gave her how many? <laughs> okay, let's go to our time is gone. How do I effectively deploy this thanks forward force? We have said it's a powerful force. Number one, have a grateful heart and not a murmuring or complaining heart. Let me tell you, at a time like this, the devil will come with all sorts of discouragement. He will tell you, see yourself, you are fasted for 50 days. They went for, for lunch in your office. Only you looking like this. They embarrass you anyhow. Take them and take food. You know, I weighed myself yesterday. I dropped almost 4 kgs. <laughs> Praise God. And I love it. Actually, it's, it's my own exercise strategy. That's the way it is. So, what are we saying? Have a grateful and not a murmuring or complaining heart like the Israelites. You know, what God did for the Israelites, 10 plagues, and he delivered them from Israel. That was enough to make them not to go and embarrass God by the, what they were thinking. Look at what they said in Exodus 14, 11 to 14. Exodus 14, 11 to 14. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, as thou taking us away to die in the wilderness. And they start to say all sorts of nonsense. That it will be better we are buried in Egypt. See, there's no burial ground here now. When you know this God was the one that delivered you from Israel. Now they not got to a point because they saw the resting in front. They saw the, what? Pharaoh at the back. They started to say all sorts of nonsense. Please don't have such heart. I believe there's none like this. That the same mouth you use, this Lord, you can do it. When you come and say, ah, this job, there's no job in this country. No! You will never hear that from my mouth. You will never hear it. Oh, there's no, no, you will never, because your words are powerful. What you say are what? Powerful. And you know what happened to those generations that said they would die? What did they do in wilderness? They died. God loves only cheerful thanksgiver and not reluctant or complaining one. So as to thank forward, what should you do? Do it with cheerfulness. Like Anna did. The Bible says, and her countenance was no longer sad. I can imagine Hannah, whatsoever Madame Penina was saying, they were just what? Just flying in the air. They were no longer part of, of her again. Because what? She has decided to have a grateful heart. God is always eager to receive our thanksgiving. 
and not complaints of silence. We see that in the story of the leper, Luke 17, 30 to 17. Luke 17, 30 to 17, for you to know that God is waiting for us. You are going to do this go forward agenda. Are you going to complain forward or you are going to thanks forward? Look at what Jesus said in verse 17. Luke 17, 13 to 17. Let's read from verse 17. And Jesus answered, said, Why do you not thank cleansed? But where are the nine? So God is asking you, where is your thanksgiving? Verse 18. They are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. Don't be too familiar with God. And verse 19. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith has made thee hope. What happened to that man? God moved him from just being clean to what? Wholeness. From partial restoration to what? Complete restoration. Number two. Number two. What do you do to have effective thanks forward strategy? Number two, offer praises to God and continually live a praiseful life. If you study the life of David, this is the strategy that he deployed. Every now and then you will see David singing wonderful songs unto the Lord, thanking him for what he has done for what he's doing, for what he will still do. Yet I know in Psalm 69 verse 30, say, I will praise the name of God with a song and we magnify him how? With thanksgiving. Psalm 30 verse 11 to 12. Psalm 30 verse 11 to 12. Thou hast turned for me my money into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and guarded me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. You see that? Sing praise to him and not be silent. Oh Lord my God, I will give thanks unto thee for how long? For how long? Okay. And Psalm 34 verse 1, it said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. As I move forward, I will continue to press in. Even when things are not working the way I want it, I will do what? I will press in. Even when there are challenges, I will press in. Even when I'm going through the pain, I will press in. Even when I go for that interview and say no, I will just say, no, my own better job is coming. God is packaging me for something what? Better. Number three, Offer unto God sacrificial seed of thanksgiving. Sacrificial seed of thanksgiving. One man that deployed this strategy is the man Solomon. You know, I like the way Joe described this guy. Joe says Solomon knows that he, he was a product of adultery. He was the least qualified of all the children to be made what? King. But despite that, what did God do? God chose him. And this boy knew somehow that he was not smart. That he was not the king material. And that was why 
He said, God, what can I do for this, my God? Okay, I will do something that nobody has done before. And he went in 1 Kings 3, 4. What did he do? He offered 1,000 offerings that no one has ever done. And God said, oh, Solo, you have done it. <laughs> Finally, you have what? You have done it. And what did God say? Whatever you have, give me. What did Solomon have? He has for what is known is his own what? Deficiency. He said, God, I don't have to do this thing. I need your help. Give me wisdom. This, this head is not smart. Give me wisdom. Say, That's the only one you are asking for. And God said what? I will give you this and that. Remember what Anna did. Anna just thanked him for one. But he did what? Additional five. Tell your neighbor, please thank him. No matter what you are going through. And the Lord will prove himself in your life in Jesus' name. I think that is enough. A smart man like Solomon. Let's go to 1 Kings 8.63. And you see this guy. Very smart guy. 1 Kings 8.63. After God has done that, look at what he did again. Are we there? Okay. 8.63. And Solomon offered a sacrifice of peace offering which he offered unto the Lord. How many? Two and twenty thousand oxen. Twenty-two thousand oxen. And hundred and twenty thousand sheep. One hundred and twenty. Invariably you had it up. One hundred and forty-two thousand offering. That is madness in thanksgiving. Did you hear that? Madness in thanksgiving. For what? Because he knows that this God... I need to provoke him again to take me. No wonder the guy became what? The wisest in the whole world. The richest in the whole world. And the whole world were coming to him to seek what? His knowledge. Because what? He deployed the thanksgiving, the thanks forward strategy. And finally, number four, continually offer thankful prayers. In Psalm 119, verse 62, Psalm 119, verse 62, the Bible says, At midnight, I will rise to give you thanks. What does that mean? Hold vigil for thanksgiving. Did you hear that? Hold vigil for what? It's not, oh, I need to do vigil for God. This problem has come. Many of us only do vigil when problem comes, when you hear news. But say, hold vigil for what? For thanksgiving. David said, I do vigil for thanksgiving. And when you read John 11, 41 to 44, I believe next time I'll be able to have time to, to analyze this scripture. The summary of it is, when you look at the prayer strategy of Jesus, you will see that Jesus offered more thanksgiving than request in his prayers. You just look at two examples. In John 11, 41 to 44, when you read, when he started praying at the tomb of Lazarus, he said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Verse 41 and 42. And I knew that thou hast heard me always. But because of these people, which stand by, I said, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And of course, when he went forward, what's the, what's the only request he asked for? Lazarus, comfort. 
Now, when you analyze that scripture, when you get to go and look at it, there are 40 words in the prayers. 40 worded prayer points. But 93% of them were what? Thanksgiving. Only 7% Lazarus comfort. So when you come to God, you go and pray. God, I thank you. And for the next one hour, say, God, I need this. I need that. I need that. You better change your prayer strategy. By the grace of God, I enjoy praising God more than asking him. So I know when I press in and it comes down, what happened? I don't, he said, before you ask, I will what? That's the strategy. What do you think Jesus Christ will go to the mountain and for the whole night he will be praying? Do you think he was asking God, give me the, give me that? What was he doing? Just fellowship. Thanking God. And Jesus shared that secret with us also. That when you see me praying all night, it's not because I'm praying. It's to fellowship with God. A act of thanksgiving. And another prayer, prayer that Jesus offered, this is 100% in John 6, 11, when he turned five loaves and two fishes and fed thousands. And Jesus took loaves. And when he has given thanks, he did what? It distributed 100% thanksgiving. 100% what? He just gave thanks and did what? To give them. Let's be on our feet. We need to thank God. We need to appreciate Him. I'm going to be rounding up this. The Bible says about. Isaac, who happened to be a strategic man for us in this church. Then Isaac sold in the land and received in the same year 2020 an And the Lord blessed him. And the man was great. And went what? And went what? You have not cut the vision. The man was great. And went forward and grew until he became very great. Which year is that? Which year is that? Lift your hands, begin to say, Lord, I thank you. Because you are moving me forward. Because you are making me to be great. You are making me to move forward. You will move me forward until I will become very great. You are moving me forward until I will become very great. You are moving me forward until I become very great. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, begin to cry unto him that area of your life that you want to move forward. Lord, I believe you are moving forward until I become very great. The Lord is changing this story as we cry unto him and prophesy to your life. The Lord is changing your shame to glory and you are moving from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus, everything that represents failure, the Lord is changing them to success. And you shall move from sinner to success. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is changing you from lack to abundance, from joblessness to having the job, and you begin to have promotion. In the name of Jesus, you are money right now. The Lord is changing that money to dancing. In the name of Jesus, and you begin to dance, and you will never have cause to end that dancing. In the name of Jesus, you have experienced breakthrough before. But the Lord is taking you from breakthrough to breakthrough. 
from victory to victory, from increase to increase, from favor to favor, from increase to increase. In the name of Jesus, you are a zero today. I prophesy the Lord is taking you to become a hero. In the name of Jesus, you are barren today. I prophesy the Lord is taking you to fruitfulness. In the name of Jesus, you are a student scoring 70, scoring 60. The Lord is taking moving you forward to begin to score 80, to begin to score 90. In the name of Jesus, you are a student here. You are a high school student. The Lord is taking you to become and get that admission that you have been trusting God for. You are an undergraduate here. The Lord is moving you forward to become a graduate and begin to have even your PhD in the name of Jesus. You are a single here. I see singles be married in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we give you all the glory. Lord, we give you all the praise. 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 Thank you, Lord.